0: Good morning, everybody. This is Victoria, your dog guru. And today we have a special guest on our show. He actually has a pit bull and it's going to be part of our big feature this week we're, we're covering everything pit bull related. So we're gonna have different guests sharing their stories about their pit bulls, how they ended up with them, what the breed is like to live with. So if you have a pit bull or you love pit bulls, this is your week because we'll be airing episodes about them all week long. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce our first Pitbull Parent of the Week. And you are?
1: Matthew Dickerson. So
0: excited to talk to you, Matt. Tell me about your dog. What's his name?
1: His name is Dobby.
0: He's super cute. I've seen a photo of him. He's So what do uh, Dobby's hobbies include? What does he like to do?
1: Um, he's, He's very hyperactive. He likes to run around and play. Um, he's a, he's a huge cuddler. So I know my, my girlfriend loves him sleep in the bed uh, with her. <laughs>
0: so uh, he's,
1: he's a little spoiled. Oh, he's overly really spoiled. beyond. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and what kind of breed is he?
1: He's a red nose pit bull.
0: Okay. So how did you come by becoming Dobby's oh. new family? Did you get him through adoption or did you go to a breeder?
1: My girlfriend uh, actually works at a nursing clinic, and one of the doctors um, was driving down the road, and here in Raleigh, North Carolina, and she saw him running down the road. uh, I guess just kind of living on the streets. Okay. uh, she stopped the car and opened the door, and he just ran and jumped in. Oh. He was as friendly as could be, and she emailed out everybody at the company to see if anyone wanted to adopt him. Um, He was you know, very malnourished. So it was, you know, it, I guess going out on a string of the strength, trying to find somebody who would take him in.
0: Well, and you know, sometimes I feel like dogs pick us. I had a similar thing. My dog, my, my pit, <clears throat> he, uh, was in a room full of other dogs and you could just see the look on his face. Like, I don't belong here. Take me away from here.
1: <laughs> yes. It, exactly, that's exactly how we felt when we went to see him the first time. Um, he, he he actually would not come near me, He uh, maybe because of his former wife, but he kind of stayed away from uh, none of the other side of room for me and near my girlfriend, and then he gave her a look during it, kind of looked back at her and just gave her this really sweet look, like take me home.
0: Please, and I'm, I'm yours. Like <laughs> I know that you use a GoPro with Dobby, and you I have do. a YouTube channel, so I'm going to include that in the show notes, but tell me about his video adventures.
1: Uh, since, since we've had him, you know, we've been trying to take as many trips as possible, just just, yeah, he loves going outdoors and going on the walks. So, you know, we, we try and do fun things together and, uh, we've, you know, hiked a mountain recently. we uh, oh. went down to the beach, uh, this past year for his one year adoption anniversary date. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, you know, just anything we can do to have fun, me and him just love going out and, and hanging out.
0: Have you ever run into kind of like the pit bull stigma where people, you know, cross the other side of the street or something when they see your dog or has he kind of had a warm welcome?
1: I, I get the half and half. So, you know, depending on the person, um, it's the stigma of I'm scared. You know, I don't want to be in the same aisle as all in PetSmart right. or other people who want, want to come up and pet them because they love pit bulls mm-hmm. and had one or, or have one. And, um, you know, just absolutely just want to know everything about him and pet him. And, and you know, he, he's a very friendly dog. So he's very inviting as well. Um, had you ever had a pit bull before? We do. We, we have uh, a t- 10 to 11 year old pit bull uh, okay. that my girlfriend got back in college. And uh, she's much, much bigger than, than our, than Dobby. Um, <laughs> but she's also, she's old.
0: Okay. So she's in the senior stage of life.
1: Correct. Yeah. I mean, she, she's her grandma.
0: So, how did they get along when you first brought Dobby home?
1: That was a first for us. Uh, being that she's a female and Dobby's a male, uh, right when we brought him in, they did okay for the first couple of weeks because he kind of stayed to himself. And then, as he gradually you know, felt more comfortable uh, being around us and her, they, started, they kind of started to go at it a little bit. So, we had to uh, actually hire in uh, uh, a person to teach us how to just work with the dogs and you know, do what we needed to do. And we learned that the female dog, um, it was more or less becoming the dominant dog. Yep. Uh, so it was, you know, something that we didn't understand prior and it just had to happen. So it took, it took a couple months and, and um, now they're, they're best friends.
0: Well, and you know, I think that's an important thing to bring up, actually, because a lot of people don't realize that regardless of what breed you bring home, there's always going to be a dominant personality and there's always going to be somebody trying to vie for that role until they've established them. And you know, she right. was probably like, well, I'm large and in charge and I was here first, you're the newbie.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> she I mean, she had, you know, lived on her own 40 seven, eight years, you know, not ever had a share with another dog and he was fighting for a place, you know, as far as, you know, and attention and love. And so, you know, he eventually gave in and, and, uh, like I said, now he kind of treats her like his, like she's his mom. So.
0: Oh, well, and that's great because I just, I think it's important to cite a couple of things when it comes to this breed. I think there's one huge misconception that they're dog aggressive and I I'm trying to change that stigma. In fact, I've spent about 15 years trying to do exactly that. Um, The other thing is, is that I myself have a pit bull, like I mentioned earlier. And throughout the years, we had a board and train program where dogs would come to us and we would uh, work on diagnosis, treatment, and rehabilitation of aggression and anxiety. But uh, my forte was aggression. And we had every breed come through, you know, with the worst social problems ever. And our pit bull successfully turned all of those dogs around. I mean, I did the training, but he made them comfortable. He's kind of like, he was like a nurse almost. He used to go and chat on them. And I feel like that's a part of the breed that isn't talked about enough. And when I saw Dobby's photo, I was like, oh my goodness, his ears are to die for. (laughs) <laughs> and then when you told me that he had a GoPro, I was like, he has to be on the show. They just have to be on the show. <laughs> now you've had them all. How long have you had Dobby now?
1: It, we've had him a, a little over a year.
0: Okay. And you guys, d- and the older dog, I'm assuming stays home while Dobby goes on his adventures. I w- well, we, we've
1: we been taking her when we can. Um, you know, generally we, we try and find somewhere as dog friendly for staying on the weekend. And, uh, you know, we try and do things that she can do as well. She has a bad hip. So oh, okay. this, this past uh, about a month ago, we climbed a mountain near North Carolina or hike a mountain. And we figured that would probably be our last you know, chance to get outdoors and, and really do something like that. So now we kind of just keep it simple with her and let the young gun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> let him go to town.
1: Exactly.
0: Would you ever after... Having him want another pit. I mean, I know you had one beforehand, but it sounds like Dobby was kind of the couple dog, and before that, it was it was just the lonesome gun over there.
1: Right. Um, well, prior to getting getting Dobby, I, I always wanted a, a chocolate lab. I grew up with a lab, and I always thought they were wonderful dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and since we've gotten Dobby. Not that my mind has changed about labs, but I'm now one of those avid pit bull lovers as far as, Aww. you know, they're just the, uh, the the sweetest and most caring dogs. I mean, kind of like you said earlier, they have a what seems like a sixth sense of people's feelings and mm-hmm. uh, understanding their body language and, you know, who to be nice to, who to be around, seeing that we, you know, we accept people in our house or, or so forth.
0: So have you... You know, kind of when you're out on walks, I know you take him hiking and things like that, but when you're out on walks with him, what's his general reaction when he sees somebody new?
1: Oh, he, he, <laughs> usually he looks at him and he grims ear to ear and <laughs> hangs his tongue out and they kind of run him over and laugh at him.
0: So he's a social guy.
1: Absolutely. He's a, he, a stuff, yeah. Do you, have any he's favorites,
0: do you have any favorite stories about Dobby?
1: Uh, one time at, at the very beginning, we're, we're kind of, you know, maybe about three or four months after we had him, when he started to, to really liven up and his personality started to come out, we were going on a walk in our neighborhood. Uh, we walked by a lady mowing her grass and she stopped her mower and just started laughing and just looked at us. And she just said, your dog is just a smiling at me. <laughs> That's kind of his personality. He just walks around and smiles and is grateful.
0: I think after he, he chose you guys as his new family, he was thinking to himself, all right, I'm a social guy. Let's let's meet and greet everybody.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Which I think is actually representative, sorry, representative of the breed. You know, they're usually giant happy go lucky cuddlers.
1: Yeah, they are. They, they're, especially our, our older dog, you like to say, she's a lap dog. So mm-hmm. we'll you're lap when she is 80, 85 pounds.
0: Yeah, completely unaware that she's so much bigger than the lap.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely no no sense of of, of her size. Yeah, um, as far as she wants to be in your face, she wants to be loved on all the time. And like right now, I'm sitting at a table, and they're both sitting underneath my feet because they want to be next to you and Aww. you know look at you all the time.
0: Now I know sometimes she hangs back. So when you go and take them with your do- GoPro, do you leave? the county, the state, like how far have you actually traveled away with him?
1: Since we've had him, the furthest we've gone, um, we've, we've been to the, I guess the furthest west in North Carolina to to the NC mountains. And then we've also been to the beach. Um, so we've been really about all over North Carolina. We we haven't gone outside of state yet with him. Um, with our older dog, Jinx, we've taken her on trips everywhere. Oh, I like her name. Great, great car
0: dog. Yeah. Mine thinks he's I mean, he wants to be in the car whenever we're going anywhere. He always. There have been times where he dragged his leash over, like, you're bringing me too, you know.
1: Absolutely. That's our an run laps around the car until they find the door to open too.
0: <laughs> He's like, I am going to do an easy replay of how you found me. <laughs> hopping back in the car.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: So what would you tell somebody who either hasn't been exposed to pit bulls or maybe currently has a preconceived opinion of them? Like, what would you say?
1: Well, I, I guess the the two main people that, that we kind of had to teach and still are, you know, showing, you know, kind of letting them learn their own, that, that perception is um, my mom, which still has not come around yet as mm-hmm. far as she likes small dogs. And she's just a little bit scared of, you know, the size and, and the statements most see in the news. Right. Um, and then my girlfriend's mom, uh, just because he's hyper, but she, you know, she loves the older dog, but since he's more energetic, you know, she kind of had to get to know him too as well, but she now, she won't admit it, but she loves
0: him. She's like, I'm a closet pit bull lover.
1: Absolutely. she, she She's woken up in the bed several times where he's crawled in there and, and cuddled up next to her and she doesn't make him leave. So it's you know, kind of <laughs> obvious. He's <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> I'm in. Undercover.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I'm, he picks his
1: people. He's really smart. He is. He's he's one of the smartest dogs I've honestly met. He's, he pays attention to detail.
0: Was he? Uh, how hard was he to train? I know that you got you guys had to work out the essentially the hierarchy, which a lot of people deal with that. I mean, all across the board when it comes to breed. But when you were training him, how easy was it to get get him started on say like basic obedience? uh
1: at first when we uh, got him, he he was one hundred percent almost kind of. It seemed like he was trained, but probably because he was just so nervous and you know just watching and learning um, and then he was, you know his energy started to come out, he, uh, you know kind of his personality came out, he started doing the golf the thing and trying to you know test all his limits. Yep. Um, so once they settle in, you see the other side <laughs> to, you know teach us some things. He kind of more or less told us that we had to, we had to push back and, and show him that. We are the master of the house as far as you need to sit at the door, you know, when we open it and not be running up and trying to jump on the couch behind us. you sit down. It, it took a couple months, but, you yeah, know, it wasn't tough. Right. Um, he may have learned from the older dog because she's extremely well-trained. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't really hard at all. I've never had a problem with him running away from me or, you know, bugging anyone. Really, I could take both of them off the leash and they'd walk beside me and just... You know, ignore everyone else and unless you know, they wanted to go
0: get paid had you ever worked with a trainer before having dobby i have not okay so that was a new experience for you was it a, i'm assuming it was a good one because you had a good response and a good
1: result it was it was an excellent one um, i mean it was a the doctor who um, gave us dobby or found dobby oh. um she she actually hired him for us and, and paid for it so this guy came out of our house who Specialized in, in um, I guess, uh, bringing a new pit bull into a home with another pit bull. Um, it's a company out of NC State University and um, just specializes in pit bull training. And he, he was great. He, he taught us things that we never thought about before. I mean, as far as different, you know, kind of reading the dog's body language.
0: Yeah, that's actually a big part of what made our business stand out is there wasn't a breed I would turn away. Um, 99.9% of the time, believe it or not, the worst aggression I saw was not in pit bulls. <laughs> It was not in pit bulls, but what we saw a lot of were dynamic issues where the owners didn't really know how to set up a safe dynamic. So when they brought a new dog in, you would see an emotional unrest in the pack. And sometimes that would result in fights. And sometimes it would result in just growling over things or being protective of spaces. So you know, the fact that you guys hired somebody that was qualified and knew what was going on, I think it's, a, again, a testament to this this breed and how resilient they are. They're not naturally aggressive, they just didn't
1: really know what to do. Right, and a, at first when we brought them into the house, before we understood all of you know, didn't do much reading out about it or anything, just because mm-hmm. our you know, our old dog has been wonderful and was everyone, and um, we just kind of brought them in, you know, and that's when we realized we were like, you know, obviously something's going on here that kind of feeling cramped or whatever it is. You know, maybe we need to, you know, ask an advice from someone to actually understand. Right. Um, so, you know, we did that. And, I mean, when that guy came, within two hours, he was already a changed off. I mean, it was okay. kind of like a dog whisperer thing. It was something wild I'd never seen before.
0: Once an owner knows what to do. First of all, you'll never run into that problem again because you'll know how to set up the household before the new dog enters. But the other thing is that that skill set can be applied uh, over the course of the life. So, you know, say you move somewhere else, you can restore those same principles because there are situations when you relocate where they, it's like shaking an Etch-A-Sketch and you're starting all over. And it's not that the dog has forgotten everything. It's that new environment means they're going to try just like they did the first time to see what else they can get away with at the new place.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's, I, I guess, the same thing with us when we go off to school, you know, test our limits. Yep. understandable, yep. um, <laughs> <I'm, I'm>, <laughs> but, um, and can, it was, it was, you know, it was, that's the kind of stuff he taught us was stuff that we continue to do. Mm-hmm. Um, just as far as how to, I guess, um, you know, treat him with, you know, accomplishments and yeah. and also, you know, push back when, when he's, I guess, you know, the the stigma of the bully breed of him, you know, being a bully. and, and Yeah, they
0: are they're, stubborn. They're definitely stubborn.
1: They, they, they are and they, he, he showed us how to, you know, a lot of it, of how to understand when he's saying no and yep. not giving in, kind of like a kid. Yep. I mean, not much different I have to tell.
0: Yeah, I like to really, when I'm addressing our listeners, I talk about consistency really being the key because sooner or later, they're going to test you. They're going to know what the game is and they want to see if they can win. And I always say, you don't want to lose that battle, but you don't have to be forceful to, to win. You know, you just have to be clear. You have to have a good foundation going, but fully expect that like a rebellious teenager, they're going to try their limits.
1: And it, 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 that was his perception when he walked into the house. and told us the first thing he said, he said, he said I can only tell you. He said, because he, you know, as soon as he walked in the door, he was like, You know, I want to see all atmosphere, how you treat him, how you handle him, how he reacts. Mm-hmm. And he said that this, you know, he said that your new dog has come in and he's starting to claim ownership of as You've given him everything that he wants. You're allowing him to, to you know, do what he wants. Yeah. Um, so that's it. You know, he kind of taught us how to. And like you said, not aggressively or, or you know, punish him like, physically, but mentally wear him out. And it was a lot of mental kind of games almost as far as, you know, by frustrating him that he's not allowed to do it and then showing him that he what he can do <laughs> Well, yeah, and, and, and what he can.
0: Well, I'm really glad that you had that level of success because some people don't, who don't reach out for trainers and behaviorists or perhaps they hire the wrong kind of trainer and they use a lot of force methods, you know, that's where you can really kind of eat away at the soul of the dog. You know, you can really change who they are if, first of all, there's no foundation, you're not clear, but you have to have a, a really good bond and relationship going with them for it to be a long-term fix.
1: Yeah, well, and, and that's, how you know, he, he came in with an already kind of hurt personality mm-hmm. um, as far as he was, saying, he was extremely malnourished. So he, when we got him, he was it, it, well, the, the, I guess the vet estimated his age from two and thirty based on the, the tartar on his teeth. Um, and he's uh, about 40 pounds with full-grown size. Uh, oh, so he's feet. little.
0: He's a little guy.
1: He, he, well, since he's almost, almost double in weight. He's almost 70 pounds now.
0: Oh, I was like, he's, he's a he leg one.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he was. We came in with, with you know, the first... Month, we were all scared of having so you felt like you we were hurting him because it was you're just basically rubbing on cage. and um, you know, it's so he in, and underneath one of his eyes, it looks like he has a little bit of an indention in the socket, and like he may have been beat from his prior life as well. So, that's one reason why, um, I think he was a little bit scared, from, you
0: know, yeah. He was reason. probably standoffish, kind of worried about what could happen because of previous experience.
1: Right. And so that's one thing that we didn't want to continue, you know, as far as we wanted to show him that whatever you've dealt with in the past is, you know, we're, we're not going to treat you that way. And, and, you know, you feel comfortable here.
0: I love that. I love that. Okay. So where can people find his YouTube channel? All
1: right. If you go on YouTube. My username is DickersonM08 and I've got several videos on there uh, as far as, you know, it's, it's kind of something that we've been working on the last year, just adding one here, there, and, and um, we got a doggy can that goes on his back, and you know, and so we we GoPro around, and you know, just trying to make cute up videos of him. And he's a very photogenic dog, so we, we had a lot of fun.
0: Well, I will definitely be including the link in the show notes so that people can easily find it. But I'm so grateful that you joined me and um, kind of shed some light on this breed and how awesome they are. And I'm glad that you guys go on adventures because I'll be following you on YouTube. <laughs>
1: Well, thank you for having me. And, uh, you know, like you said any of your listeners, I definitely recommend, um, you know, bringing in a pit bull or having a pit bull as a dog, uh, even with children, you know, they're mm-hmm. you know, they're both wonderful, wonderful children. Um, one of our neighbors actually just, uh, got a pit bull puppy turned into a therapeutic dog for his handicapped child. And I, I told him, I so, you know, the, you know, the strong feelings they have and, you know, always, you know, caring about their owner. I I think it's a perfect dog for that type of
0: thing. They really are. You know, mine is actually a service dog. Um, He's 17, so he's retired now, but uh, we used him for therapy work. He's also a medical alert dog. You know, we would run into the thing where people would cross the street because he's so big. He's a fluffy pit bull. (laughs) Yeah. And so he was a lot easier for people to approach given the fact that he was so well-behaved. And just like you said, you know, they're so loyal and bonded to their owners. It makes all the difference. It, it just, I mean, they're so motivated to be in your world and as close to you as possible that it, it can really help things with therapy or, uh, you know, emotional support or service. I mean, I've seen other uh, medical alert dogs or psychiatric support dogs. So I think using them in that capacity will help loosen the stigma that is right now b- has befallen them, not because they, they deserve it. Oh yeah, they are.
1: And, 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 and kind of like I was saying before, you know, it's from, from other dogs I've had and my friend's dogs, you know, that aren't pit bulls. Yeah. You know, they're much more, much more you know, caring as far as, you know, when, when, when you're down, they're trying to make you feel better. You know, mm-hmm. when you're up they're they're jumping around happy and, you know, they, they're with you hundred percent. You know, they're, they're absolutely wonderful
0: they have a unique, like a, a unique level of bond and loyalty and they always kind of go off of your vibes. So if you're happy, they're elated, just like you said, you know, and, and that's, that's fun. I mean, they have giant smiles. They're always
1: wiggling. Yeah. And that's, and that's I always compare Dobby, especially he's, he's kind of like a, you know, his personality and his, his level of care and it's kind of like a a toddler, you know, like when you, you know, I remember going to Dick's Sporting with my dad to pick out tennis shoes and, you know, you, you try them on and show them how fast you can run, how high you can jump and you're so out of it and, you know, and, and you know, so happy that he'll buy you those shoes and that's how he is about everybody. You know, he will stack at you to see if you, you know, saw him how quickly you ran from one bedroom to the other
0: or whatever. Love that. Love that. Well, I'm so glad that you guys found each other and that you were able to resolve your hierarchy discord when you first <laughs> brought him home. Cause big mama was like, this is my house.
1: Oh yeah. She, owns um, it.
0: yeah, but I, I definitely want a photo of of you guys or just Dobby so that I can add that. And if you want to throw in a, a photo of Jinx. That
1: yeah. sounds wonderful. I've been requested to send one of Jinx as well. Cause she is our, she, <laughs> she is our grandma and she's, one of the best
0: I've had, so. You know what? Senior dogs are the best. They're just the best. It's yeah. like they're they know they're retired, so they know when they can get away with more, but they typically are just giant couch potatoes.
1: Yes, they're both just sprawled out laying on the floor, soaking off some sun. That's what they really do. <laughs>
0: awesome. I might have you back to the show because I really like Dobby's stories and I think that we're going to have to definitely plug him on our show notes and and when we're doing our social media, because he's just so cute. You have to share him with everybody.
1: Uh, absolutely. I'll, I'll send over a photo of his before and after as well. Uh, he, Love that. The difference in, his, in his, uh, his look and his feelings. Uh, he's, he's, he's a wonderful dog. He's been great.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. If you want to follow Dobby on YouTube, the link is in the show notes so you can check it out there. If you love our show, please rate it on iTunes. I always include the information on how to do that. And also find us on Facebook. Share it with your friends if you guys have questions, if they have questions, anything dog-related, that's what we're here for. It's super easy to get to you, just facebook.com forward slash dog guru podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to us right here by clicking subscribe and follow. Then you'll know about all of our newest episodes as they happen, the latest and greatest on all things dog. One more big thank you to Matthew and his dog Dobby for sharing their stories and experiences. I look forward to adding more Pitbull parent stories to our broadcast. So like I said, stay tuned for that. In the meantime, share the loves, positive vibes. I'm Victoria, your dog guru.
1: Hope everybody is having a great day. Namaste.